the type of time I'm on today, baby. This is how I'm feeling today, baby. Hold on. Come on. Come on. I've been in my 70s R&B soul bag all week. So like that tells you, that tells you right there exactly how I'm feeling. Hold on. Come on. Sweet memories all torn apart. I made a promise. morning vibe right there come on that's that saturday morning you cooking and you cleaning oh yo mama got that shit on full blast man shout out to my white counterparts if that was happening to you but i know my black folks my minorities my pocs my whatever politically correct shit i gotta say you niggas know what i'm saying and you know how that feeling goes it's a good feeling because mom is in a good mood that day okay modest mom's in a good mood that day but let that marvin go though let that marvin go hold on Brother, 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 there's far too many of you that don't know about this. Come on now. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. Oh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it, y'all. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Come on. Let me get this out of the way first. I am not supposed to be here today. Tune in and lock in. We do not care. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is the three day weekend podcast episode 24. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. We looking like 24 in this motherfucker. Season two, episode three. Yeah, nigga. What up? Or four. Either way, don't matter. We here. What's up with y'all, man? How y'all doing today? I'm doing amazing. I'm feeling good. Fresh off a of vacay that I actually didn't inform anybody about. So if you were looking for this episode last week and you did not find it, I am so sorry. Okay, I, I apologize. I truly do. Because I went on a vacation, didn't tell nobody I was down in sunny Sarasota, Florida. Getting it on. Okay, nice, beautiful weather. Drinking cheap drinks. Okay, turning up, feeling good, feeling right, relaxing, getting my mind right, all right? So I did that, uh, my flight. I did come back on Monday, but uh, it was a long, long day of traveling, a long fucking day of getting everything back in order to get my life back set. So sorry, y'all, but unfortunately- We do not care. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I do care, I do care. But welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are. Episode 24 of the three-day weekend podcast. This is season two. Let's fucking get this show on the damn road. Okay, so I did mess up there, y'all. It is episode 20, damn five, and it's season two, episode four. Come on, man. The seasons and all that stuff is really getting to me. I'm bugging out. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to relax. I got to relax with that, okay? It's episode 25, okay? Total 25. Is, oh, okay, anyway, anyway. About to catch myself again, but here we are. Here we are. I'm going to bring y'all. Uh, I don't have much news today, but I got to bring this up here. Uh, Florida is Floridian again. 
as usual, as they always do. So I see this, um, the Florida House, they passed this bill, down in Florida only, as of right now, the don't say gay bill. So what this means is Florida is prohibiting, um, you know, people or children or teenagers under a certain age uh, from saying, you know, from identifying themselves or stating their 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 gender identity or stating their sexual preference. Okay, well, this is this is this is typical Florida fashion. Um, they always take that step where they kind of go over the line, and it's it's never really good. You know, you hear something like that, it's like okay, their their goal in saying that is these kids, you know. They don't need to, you know, know what they are or state what they are at such a young age because how could they know? Okay, so I can see that point, right? I understand it to an extent, right? But that goes in with the big picture of people just being allowed to be themselves and to feel who they are. And that can be at a very early age. You know, they say a lot of people are born however way they are. So that's what that is so we we can't try to prohibit that so now they're they're taking years and years of progress and doing it in very florida fashion and setting back a lot of that stuff they're just setting back a lot of progress because now uh kids or teens they can't even say they, they can't say it out loud or without the government finding out you know what I mean? Which is crazy. That shit is crazy to me, man. It, does, it honestly um, is typical Florida shit. And this kind of brings me into I want uh, a short story I wanted to share. I was down in Florida. Like I said, I was down in sunny Sarasota, Siesta Key, all that shit. Drinking 50-year-old women looking at me, looking like they're trying to make me the third in the bedroom. Not my vibe. I'll be honest. Not my vibe. But anyway, back to the point. Um where they're very free down there, right? It was a series of events all weekend. You know, you get into an Uber or a Lyft, and uh, the Uber driver immediately says, take off that damn mask. Take off that goddamn mask, boy. Okay, I'll take my mask off. But damn, you acting a little aggressive. You don't even, you could just tell me not to wear it, but oh, whatever, okay. But that alone is backwards. You go up up here, up north, uh, most other places in the United States, places that I've been to, very adamant about masks, especially in Ubers and Lyfts, because you're in a tight car. We don't want this shit being hotboxed. Omicron hotbox? No, not for me. So the fact that, you know, and this was like the first night we went out. So I'm like, okay, I see what type of weekend we're going to have here because Florida does not give a thousandth of a fuck. And if you're from Florida and you do give a fuck, this ain't to you then. Because you know how your state get down. So I, this is not new to you. This is not news, okay? I understand that. Just, just skip this part, okay? Go go about five minutes forward. Be on something else, I promise. But the last day, we get picked up to go to the airport. The, and, and the Lyft driver uh, is funny. I mean, we say we're from Boston, and he's probably, it's probably 5 a.m. at this point, and this guy's trying to get into political talks. But, man, he sounds like a real doofus. Um, shout out to that guy. I mean, he got us to the airport in the very early time. So I got to give that dude props. But the dude was not the brightest bulb in the pack. He, uh, you know, kept going on about how DeSantis, the Florida governor, should run for president. Then he thinks he's running with Trump. And then um, how he should run over Trump. He should say, fuck Trump. They, they even turned their backs on the good old Trump. Big T. And that's crazy to me because... We saw how hard they were riding for that man. So to see that they've even turned on him because he's even looking down like y'all niggas is stupid. 
then it's, it's getting scary. But yeah, so he's, he's talking to us. Um, you would think we're in like 1965, you know, where he goes, yes, yeah, a lot of good schools up in Boston, correct? I'm like, yeah, we're great schools. Like, of course, of course, Massachusetts, man, we got great schools. He's like, oh, so it's it's really liberal up there, huh? I I, I was I swear to God, I thought he was gonna say, all right, well, anybody who's black in this car, you can step out. That, that, that was that, I thought that was gonna be the next line. I swear to God, man, I thought that was gonna be the next line that we were, you know, we had to hold up, wait a minute, just get me to the fucking airport, G. But luckily, we didn't go there. He didn't go there, and it's five a.m., so none of us were really trying to get into some political talk at all. Like even if we wanted to. We just were not in that vibe, and that, and and we got to the airport safe. The guy got us safely, so thank you for that. But all this stuff, man, to tie back into the bill being passed, don't say gay. Uh, you know, they're really trying to restrict a lot of rights down there, and it's so funny because people down there, uh, the conservatives down there, they constantly say, um, you know, how free they want to be. You know, how free can you be? You know that that's what they that's what they preach, and some of the things they do down there are kind of moving to make some people free and others less free. Oh, <laughs> now we see how that works, okay? Hey, I'm going to leave that there on that point there. Let me get this we'll out go. of the way. We'll be, let's First, go. I am not supposed <laughs> to be here today. Tune in and lock in. Okay, apparently Kim K is now wearing Nikes again. Dun, 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 dun. Breaking fucking news, man. The shit that I be seeing on my damn timeline. She wear Nikes again, y'all. It's over for Yeezy, man. And Yeezy done jumped over the jump man done jumped over. Oh, okay. Let me let me get my words right. Hold on. The jump man done jumped over Yeezy, apparently, y'all. Kim is rocking Pete's. No more yays. And now we see Ye walking with Julia Fox, who at one point I thought was kind of bad, but now is looking back. But it's cool. They rocking denim. They rocking denim. Denim puffers and big baggy denim jeans and denim heels to go with big duck swamp man boots. Anyway, that's my man. though, So I can't even, I can't even front. I'm bugging right now. Anyway, anyway, man. Um, let's talk sports, man. Let's talk sports. So, Hey, if you're not into sports and you don't listen to me for sports, then go ahead and move forward. I'm telling everybody to move forward this episode because that's just how I'm feeling, man. Keep stepping. Let's finish the episode, though. Like, give me the listen at least. At least. So, it was the NFL playoffs uh, this past weekend. It was divisional round, one of the best divisional rounds, if not the best I've ever seen in my my life, my 27 years on this earth. Uh, we had the Chiefs. Who took down the Bills in overtime? We had the Bengals who beat the Titans. What a snooze fest that was! Good game, but out of all the out of all the games, probably the, the worst one. We had the Rams take down Big Brady and the Bucks, and we had the 49ers take down Big Aaron Rodgers. The other twelve up there in Green Bay, and honestly, I guess I really don't have any feelings towards any of this shit because my team is no longer in it went 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 okay anyway i'm not even gonna play the damn job i was gonna do that because it's whatever i can enjoy good football i think um you know that chiefs bills game was probably one of the best games i've ever seen the final i believe was 42 to 36 uh there was a the big controversial thing that always happens when somebody wins in overtime in a really good game because whoever scores first it usually goes you know if both teams are hot whoever scores first uh, ends up winning the game, and, you know, people seem to think that's unfair. They want to go to, like, the NCAA way of overtime. And honestly, man, 
I, I like the way it is. We're completely discrediting the fact that there's a defense um, on both sides. And although defenses are tired, offenses are tired as well. So we, we, we can't start making rules up because your team didn't win. You know, because I saw a few years ago, this happened to the Chiefs. They played the Patriots, and the Patriots got the ball first. And over time, because of the coin toss, it comes down to a coin toss, which that's just, that's just how this shit goes. And the Patriots ended up winning the game because they were hot and they scored first. You know, both teams don't get a chance. And that, that, and that honestly, to me, it's the it's just the way it is. It has to be this way. Uh, we're talking NFL-level guys, professional athletes, right? Having them play this NCA style where it just goes back and forth, back and forth until somebody just doesn't score. It's not realistic for these guys who, at you know, these guys are going 100 miles per hour. They're they're strong. They're they're big dudes. Pause. Ao. Whatever you want to say, but they can't. They, they they would not last. Okay, that game last night. That was the type of game that just would have kept going until everybody was just dead on the field. And people would be happy then. Would you be happy then all of a sudden? Now, everybody on the damn field is dead. Broken legs. And this is only the divisional. We still got the AFC Championship. And we still got the damn Super Bowl. So I get it, man. It just has to end. And it just has to be that way. There were so many chances before that point that the Bills could have made some stops. The Bills is the number one defense in the league. And they could not make a stop. I know it's hard. The Chiefs are good. Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Great team, great offense, great, great offensive mind and Andy Reid, Eric the enemy. But at some point, the number one defense has to step up, make that's make a stop, make a play. The Chiefs getting down the field in 13 seconds, going about 44 yards in 13 seconds. That's despicable, man. Unacceptable. I get overtime. Once you're in overtime, anything can happen. Guys are beat. But man, the Chiefs came down and scored in 13 seconds while y'all were up three. That's just unacceptable. They're a great team. But, man, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. And, unfortunately, it ended up costing them the game because it came down to heads or tails. And it's always heads or tails, like they always say. But either way, made for great entertainment. I loved watching it. It was it was fun. It was a good night. It was a good day because of football. And then we had Brady. Brady went down. Brady went down. Oh, I guess that wasn't a joke, but it was meant to be serious. So the the Rams, uh, they showed that you know they they showed up. They wanted to play. Looked like they were gonna blow it for a second. They were up, oh, they were dominated. I think it was twenty seven to six at one point, twenty seven to three at one point, actually. And that looked very familiar to when we saw Brady uh twenty eight to three down the down against the Falcons, man. A Super Bowl, a few Super Bowls back, and we saw what happened there. Brady, he gets that look on the sideline where he's like, now nah, we gotta lock in. And in typical Brady fashion, he ties the game up from the middle of the third quarter on. So it's now 27-27. Uh, they tie it up at the end of the game. Give the ball back with about two minutes left. They scored real quick. Gave the ball back with about two minutes left. Or no, actually it was less than that, I believe. Rams were able to get the ball and, you know, got down the field in two plays, man. Matthew fucking Stafford and Cooper Jerry, Wright, Jerry White Rice Cup. Okay, the best receiver in the league right now, honestly, probably the best offensive player in the league just by the numbers. You know, we're not talking quarterbacks. And they got down, they scored, and that was it, man. Last second field goal got the job done. They almost folded real bad. And we would we were going to see Tom Brady most likely make it to another Super Bowl. The guy's got seven goddamn rings. And I, I'm over it. I'm over it. 
I love the guy. I'm rooting for the guy. He's the GOAT. But I think now it's time for him to go home. I do believe he's going to go home. I think he's going to go spend time with his family. The look on his face to me, it wasn't really a look of disappointment. It was a look of, ah, oh, it is what it is. And that could mean two things. That could mean, hey, I'm fucking, I'm going to come back anyway. It ain't even done yet. Or it could look like, hey, it is what it is. I got seven of them things. I got all the damn records that anybody could want, a quarterback could want. I am the greatest football player of all time. Und- undebatable. Okay. And that, that, it's kind of what it looked like to me. I, I think I think he's going to walk away. But once again, with Brady, you never really know because the guy loves competition. The guy's in amazing shape. Spends all this money to look the way he does, be in the shape he is. So, I mean, I think he's going to keep going, honestly. And he wants to get to that 45 number. At this point, it would be kind of a letdown if he didn't get to the 45 number. Like, he said that you want to play through that. So, if he at least gets to that, give us one more year. Uh, we'll, we'll get to see the GOAT one more time. Because, honestly, this whole thing is making me sad. It's the end of an era, man. We're seeing guys like Aaron Rodgers get old. Ben, big Ben Roethlisberger, he's retiring. We're seeing Brady, you know, he's getting closer and closer. We're in the playoffs now where none of those top old OG dudes is in it anymore. So it's sad to see, man. I mean, 27 years old, my whole life has been pretty much surrounded around quarterbacks like this, obviously. So seeing now, you know, everybody kind of just, even it's not even like they're losing skill because Brady obviously isn't. Aaron Rodgers obviously isn't. He just got the playoffs uh, jitters or whatever it is. He he's seven and nine in the playoffs. He's gonna have four MVPs. But man, he's looking like looking real Peyton Manning ish in the playoffs. I can't lie to you. At least Peyton Manning got two rings. I don't think Aaron Rodgers can get another one unless he comes to Pittsburgh, which I hear he might do. And I'll take him. Talking all this shit, I will, I will, I will, I will take him. So, uh, but yeah, that that was that was it for NFL playoff football. Man, it was it was a good. It was a very, very, very good weekend. Because of that, I had a lot of fun watching all the games. I hope you guys did too. And like I said, if you don't fucking watch football, my nigga, at least watch the championship Sunday and the Super Bowl. At least get a Super Bowl party ready. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself some drinks, you know, a little bit of wine, a little bit of beer, whatever you need. Get yourself feeling right. Got you feeling all right. But anyway, let's uh, let's, let's transition here uh, into the discussion topic of the day today all right let's let's get into this but, but before i get to the discussion topic hold on i'm, I'm seeing here I'm, I'm reading something here um did y'all know that eminem's was beefing i'm not talking about eminem the rapper i'm talking about eminem's so apparently right here's the tea y'all uh eminem they are redesigning uh some of the the characters, you know, each Eminem. Have you ever seen some of the commercials, some of the old commercials? They all have their own. They're all characters. They're all characters. They have their own personalities, each color. But apparently, the green and the brown, they had a lot of beef. I didn't know about the beef. And the green was a little too sexy. And I also believe the brown was a little too sexy, too. So what Eminem is doing now, what they're deciding to do now, uh, not to be confused with Eminem, the rapper from 8 Mile. I'm talking about Eminem's. Okay, so what they're doing now, let me read this article to you. So uh, I'm not even going to read the article because uh, that uh, it wouldn't make sense. But so the, the green M&M wore uh, sexy white boots, and now they want to empower the green M&M. They want the M&M to feel strong more than just her boots. 
okay, an independent green M&M, and the chocolate M&M, the brown M&M, well, they're all chocolate, but the brown M&M is going to be showcased to show, uh, to be more positive, to uh, so better support the green M&M, to show that they support women, okay, I love it, I'm, I'm here for it, I'm all for it. But man, man, let me tell you. We do not care. Because this shit is hilarious, man. This shit, this, 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 this shit this shit's kind of funny. Okay, I sound like a Floridian now uh, to, to say, wow, this world is going in an interesting place because now we, we talking about chocolate. We talking about chocolate. Okay, now they're changing the damn chocolate. But anyway, that's whatever. Okay, this, 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 I guess it's good. I guess overall this, this stuff is good. Um... You know, they, they they want to spotlight the character's personalities rather than their gender. So the eyelashes and the white boots, you know, I'll be honest, man, as a as a young five-year-old that really gotten me going, the white boots on the green M&M. All it did to me was make me want to eat some fucking M&Ms. I'll be honest, I never thought about fucking the M&M with, like, an actual uh, genital. I, I, didn't, I never thought that way, but I guess some people did. Maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe m M&M, that's what they were thinking up there. In the corporate offices, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's uh, tune in and lock in. So, what I wanted to kind of get into, y'all. I mean, you know, I have to get into my discussion. You know, you know how this thing goes, man. When what it is this week, um, is uh, excuse me, specifically, I want to know. Um, from some of y'all out there, however you listen to this, um, you can respond to me anywhere. Uh, you know, all my social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, all big Q made it everywhere. Even if you follow me on Twitch, you can kind of get me on there too. But I want to know from, from some of y'all, but I'm going to give my opinion is when is it okay to leave the house? Like leave your parents home. If you know, obviously I don't want to say this, like there aren't, uh, situations that are extreme and very different across the board, of course. Some people had to go, some people had to leave, whatever, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the opinion on when do you think it's a normal age or normal time period on, um, you know, when when it's okay to leave your parents' home, leave the nest, and um, when to start, start working steadily. Apparently, this is a real thing out there. People are working at different ages people you know they start at different ages all the time i didn't start when i well, let me clear this up when i say steadily i'm talking like you you're doing something that you're seeing a real paycheck from week to week and you're able to do a lot of different things with that paycheck while you are still living at home i don't mean you know little things here and there when we're kids of uh we're mowing the lawn for somebody or we're shoveling snow in, uh, in the neighborhood like no not things like that i'm talking about you really had to apply for this job do an interview get the job Work the job for a good amount of time. We're talking six months to a year, and um, you know, you saw like an actual return on that. You saw you saw a paycheck. So for me, um, you know, I did a lot of odd jobs from fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, but I really didn't start working a steady job, and I didn't get on my steady track till about maybe eighteen. Eighteen, I hate to be this guy, but eighteen and a half is when I really started working. I was working at Chipotle, and I um, that was my first real job I, I worked in college different places different stuff but Chipotle was the first real job I went on an interview got the job worked there for like a year and change and um you know I was able to see a paycheck and from that point on you know it was a lot of harassing from my dad don't get me wrong I was lazy I was sleeping on the couch I wasn't really trying to do nothing and my dad harassed the hell out of me man to get a job you know he was on my ass every damn day oh you're waking up no job again nigga. 
At your age, this was what I was doing. At your age, nigga, I had all the Jordans. Nigga, at, my, at your age, I was doing a lot. And that weighs on you. So eventually, I get my own job, making my own money, having a good time. And it all, it's all from a place of love because it's not like he's kicking me out of the house or anything. It's just he wants to see me start working. You, and you, want, to, you want to see people be motivated, especially your family, your loved ones. And from that point on, I, you know, I've never stopped, you know, from it was it, because as you got older too, you know, it becomes more of a necessity, it becomes more of a need. You kind of have to do it now. You're relying on these paychecks, relying on this money. And I just moved out of I officially moved away from home uh, last year. Actually, it was my first time moving. Out. I was living with my dad. Obviously, you know, I won't say obviously, um, but unfortunately, you know, he did pass away. So I had to make that next move. You know, I had to ma- finally step up and, and do something else. I had to get somewhere, get in a house, get an apartment on my own and do it. And I was 25. And I've heard so many different stories from other people. I have an older cousin. He moved out of the house at eight, at 18 years old. Um, he would say out of necessity. Others would say maybe he didn't have to, but that was how he felt. And I, I'll look on that side and I'll say, hey, maybe that's a little too young to make that move, especially if you're going to be struggling and you're going to be doing that. But, you know, everybody's situation is different. And then there's the flip side of that where some people, they live in their mother's house till they're 40 years old, 45 years old. And the situation, of course, changes. They're not in some room in the back hallway uh, where they, they just coming in and out, regular, not doing nothing. No, like maybe, maybe the, the parents' house is another floor and they can... Uh, live up there and they still pay rent but it's you know it's a, it's a better price than they would normally pay somewhere else anything like that right and that's that stick technically you know that goes along the lines of what i'm talking about and it is all included in this living at home idea but back to like that younger age you know where we're talking early 20s people go to college some people don't go to college personally this is what i think i'll give you guys my 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 full opinion on this knowing my situation knowing other people's situations, knowing close people, family members to me, knowing their situations. I think it's not even an age thing. I don't think we should put a number on it. There, I feel like growing up, it was always, you know, 18, 22. As soon as you hit the majors, you're done. You should be able to figure things out. But the way life is and the way we've figured it out so far, is it, it's not that easy to move out. It, it actually is extremely hard to move out. It, to, to, to get on your own, to start paying full rent, bills, all that it's not easy to set up. So the fact that it's kind of promoted from a young age to say, you need to step outside the house. You need, you need to make that move. That's officially growing up. No, that's not officially growing up. I think um, you have to get a job. The number one thing is to get a job, whether you go to college or not. So you have that grace period. You have that. If you go to college, you got a little grace period. You're talking about 18 or 22. It's a little time where you know, you're in school. You're doing that. If you want to work during school, that's on you. If you want to have a little extra money or whatever, but that's on you. You know, you have a little. You you're not at home. You you know, you're away. But if you're you decide not to go to school and you got to do something else, we're talking 18. You have to find a steady job. Uh, not saying you have to find your career right away. Uh, not saying that you have to immediately get into something that you're gonna do for the rest of your life. But you have to get some sort of steady job. And honestly, we have to rely on parents to kind of push that onto people onto their kids because we'll have kids just laying around you know we'll have kids laying around not doing things and now you're in a situation where you're not going to school you're not working really and nothing steady and that sets a bad precedent for you know maybe other kids other family members um but just for that person in general it sets a bad precedent because now uh you know they almost believe that they don't really necessarily have to work and I think 
that's where the big problem comes in because everything is about the future. You know, when you're when you're talking to kids, talking with children, uh, you want to prepare them for the future, the next level, the next step. And it seems like we're rushing, but you have to prepare people. That's just life. That's how it is. And in order for them to be prepared for that next step, it has to start at a young age. You have to kind of be on them. Like I said, my daddy was in my fucking ear every day. I hated him. I hated it. I was pissed off. I had a lot of anger towards him for it for a long time. Not, then you get that first paycheck, and then you get more and more paychecks, and all of a sudden now you got a little money. Now you can do some things. Now you can buy OnlyFans. Now you can take Ubers wherever you want to go. Now you can put gas in your car. But now you wait, wait, wait. Now you can get a car, and then now you can put gas in your car. Now you can eat out if you want to eat out that day. And just so many things start snowballing, and you're like, wow, nigga, I feel free. I can kind of do what I want. And once you get that feeling, you'll never stop. It's just... Getting that push to get that to get to that point, to get to that feeling. So for me, it's like I said, it's not a matter of age. It's not, all right, at 25, you better be doing something. No. You know, my situation was completely unorthodox. I didn't finish college in four years. Um, I don't even still I still don't have my bachelor's. I did other things in between just to get where I'm at today. Um, worked so many different jobs, so many different places, offices, fast food, whatever. You you can name it. I've probably done it. So I'm I'm not all, you know, and I'm 27. Well, I'm going to be 27. Let me not age myself. Let me slow down. But I'm going to be 27. And do I have it completely figured out? No, I don't. I do live on my own. You know, we're on that track now. I do make my own money. Um, and I'm just trying to find a way. And you have to live life at your own pace. And that we can get into that conversation, you know, at a later time, because that's a whole different monster itself, you know, living life at your own pace, not watching other people and thinking you have to be right there next to them because they were, they were successful at 22. They were successful at 23. No, everybody is different. Your timing is always different. Whatever is meant for you is going to come to you. And when the shit happens, when it happens, that'll be the perfect time for you. Trust me, that will be the time. So you have to just keep working keep going and keep your get, get your get your shit together that has to be your constant mind set is to get your shit together you know you could you, could, you can put pressure on yourself it's okay we're i think we're afraid always to put pressure on ourselves don't be afraid apply the pressure you know don't let anybody else apply the pressure apply it to yourself you apply enough pressure to yourself all that pressure from the outside world it's not gonna feel like a lot of pressure Okay, it won't feel as stressful as you might think it is. Put yourself under that. Work harder. Get better. Get stronger. Eat better. Nigga, whatever you got to do to make yourself feel better, meditate. Go to therapy. Get all that shit done. Little by little, step by step. And whatever age any of that shit happens, whatever age you finally get out of your parents' house, whatever age you finally have your career, you're fucking finally got your dream job, whatever that is, it doesn't matter, bro. You got there. Doesn't matter. You got there. That's all that is going to matter at the end of the day. When we're on our deathbed, deathbeds, hopefully old people, hopefully we make it there. It's not going to matter that you didn't have your, your your dream job at 22 when you're 95, my nigga. You should be happy that you eventually got it and you were able to enjoy your time. And don't even let me get into a dream job conversation because that's another conversation for another fucking day. But y'all... I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. This is the three-day weekend podcast, episode 25, season two, episode four. Tune in and lock in. Available on Spotify, Apple, 
Follow me on socials Big Q made it Twitch all that Big Q really made it.com For the merch For the gear I love y'all man And I'm out this motherfucker Tune in and lock in Compton's amazed Dr. Draper Cushion God please grant my nigga Eternal life We need the beats Aftermath where You fall asleep You do not eat And my belly is full Gorilla riding the bull Banana clips in the pool Swan diving classy Azul The ops I'm on they ass Grandmama whoopings in school This Wilmington in Brazil Where niggas die in they jewels Too many problems Too many YGs So many ties to dollar signs Easy to end up on E I got shot up like Columbine The Crips descended on me Saw my name on the dotted line that was vengeance on beats. This is the way. He was once a thug from around the way. My life was never easy. My life was never easy. There it is. There it was. Don't interrupt. Just because it's no love. Shoulder shrug. I ain't bring nothing to the table when I'm the table. I'ma turn up the music, wake up the neighbors. I'ma get that thug life tatted across the navel. It's how I am in real life, not just okay. Mr. Narcissist, tell me about my arrogance. No more counseling, I don't negotiate with therapists. God, yeah, wanna let God in. But tonight, I guess I let my pride win. Cousin Dre sent me scriptures, help me see life better. Nigga, we having the best divorce ever. If we go to court, we'll go to court together. Matter of fact, pick up your sis, we'll go to court. Courts together. I watch four kids for like five hours a day. I wear these easy boots everywhere, even in the shower today. I got love for the nannies, but real family is better. The cameras watch the kids, I stop taking the credit. Not custodial dad, I bought the house next door. What you think the point of really being rich for? When you give them everything, they only want more. Bougie and a ruler, y'all need to do some chores. Rich ass kids, this ain't your mama house. Climb on your brother's shoulders, get that top ramen out. God sent me from that crash Just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass Tune in and lock in